0: hey everyone uh welcome to the lazy geeks um as you may have heard from the most recent upload that i did about not having internet and and um unable to record new shows i have our one of our first of uh of remastered episodes you can say this is a compilation back in the day if you listen to us prior to episode 400 uh we used to do Douchebags of the Week. And um, some of our favorite ones from was from very early on. All those old episodes are on the feed here. You just have to go back uh, 10 years or so to listen to those episodes. And um, so I've decided to cut a few together to put a little compilation of some of our, you know, douchebags from back in the day. Um, if you guys check, listen to them, you think that's something we should bring back now, that'll be good uh let us know i i we've kind of done that with some like you know some of the stuff we've talked about recently with like you know uh the you know rome didn't exist or you know um you know some people getting upset over whatever uh we've kind of done that but it's not been as much as as it used to be so here's the first compilation check it out see what you guys think and um you know uh again if you want to help get us back um, recording new episodes uh, quickly go ahead and donate to our uh, to my PayPal to help you know help me get my internet back up and running so then we can we can get these shows going. Uh, so until then um, enjoy this episode. Of the Lazy Geeks Podcast, a podcast where two geeks talk about living in an adulting world and the world needs to deal with it. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. My first douchebag of the week is Obama's drug czar now according to the article that I got here from the Daily News uh, that's a a local LA paper uh, federal officials haven't ruled out taking legal action if California voters approve a ballot initiative that will legalize recreational marijuana use in the state wow yeah Uh, President Barack Obama's drug czar said Wednesday
1: this goes back to what was, what we were saying last week about voting doesn't matter anymore. Exactly.
0: Uh in the phone interview the Associated Press uh with the Associated Press, director of the National Drug Control Policy Gil Kurkowski well let's just call him Gil Pansy, uh said Justice Department mm-hmm. officials are looking at all o- at their options for responding to the measure which would conflict with federal laws, classifying marijuana as an illegal drug. Um amongst them, he said, is the following the recommendation nine of the former of the nation's former drug enforcement agency chiefs made last month in a letter to the attorney general, Eric Holder, having Obama sue to overturn Prop 19 as an affront to federal authority. This is just retarded. This guy is a complete douchebag. They wonder why people don't want to vote. This is why. Because if the government or somebody doesn't like what the people voted, they will take it to court. And then somebody will say, oh, well, it's unconstitutional, and there we go. Homeboy here gets a douchebag award. We've mentioned this in the last two podcasts, I think, about Prop 19. But for me, I just want people to know I'm not a pothead. So it, it affects me none. But the fact of the matter is, is I think, it drug wise it's not the most offensive of any of the drugs that are out there i'm not saying legalize crack or anything like that but um you know although i'm sure there's some people that would like that but (laughs) crackheads but you know for me i just think no no this 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 is just ridiculous so guild douchebag you you got the uh
1: it's whatever happened to state rights exactly
0: it's gone there is no state rights um all right, so number two, for those of you that saw, um, I believe it was what was it, Monday nights or Tuesday nights, uh, Yankees game? I think it was
1: Tuesdays. Uh, Thing, you know, but it might have been Mondays. Who knows?
0: <laughs> uh, we have here, Yankee fan dragged off the field because he wanted to choke a rod. Mm-hmm. Now, most people. Nah. Now, just to, most <laughs> people probably want to choke A Rod anyway. And yeah, I'm not against that. I want to choke A Rod, yeah.
1: but I'm not going to run on the field. Yeah.
0: So, say you have. So this article comes from uh, the the asylum asylum.com. And uh <laughs> fits. Okay. <Huh? laughs> say you've got a massive crush on Cameron Diaz, and you're also a diehard Yankee fan. Why not kill two birds with one stone by heading over to Yankee Stadium to cheer on your team while also running out on the field um, to off Alex Rodriguez, the paramour of your object's affection? Such uh was the multitasking behavior of a uh, flaming nutbag, Grim LaRouche. Okay, Grim LaRouche. Yeah, he's already a douchebag. Just having yep. that name makes him a douchebag. What's his first name? Grim. Grim? Yeah. That's what his life is. <laughs> who stormed the field during Monday night's Yankees playoffs game and charged after the third baseman in an attempt to choke him and win over Cameron Diaz. Uh the, the, does, does
1: Grimm have to choke a
0: bit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in here, it goes, in parentheses, he goes, Sorry to burst your bubble, Mr. LaRouche, but um, A-Rod is perfectly capable of choking without your assistance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh the daily news reports that Larouge uh wasn't carrying any weapons but he was armed with a photo of Rodriguez whose face was crossed out with a um, with a drawn uh with a drawn on gun pointing toward the head toward his head um to make me- uh make sure he got the message across he wrote you got to go buddy so um <laughs> a lunatic, man. Now they had on this the website. They showed the video of the guy, and they said, "Um, to uh, keep reading, watch the video of uh LaRouge on, on field arrest, as well as the pissed off fan who requested that he get the taser treatment." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> when you got fans over there going, "Tase him," you know you're pretty much a douchebag. Yep. I mean, oh my god. Uh, some people.
1: Now and forever, a <laughs> douchebag. Uh,
0: so that's my number two douchebag for the week. Uh, last but not least, my number one. This actually dropped, this news dropped yesterday. Um, now this comes from CNN.com. NPR's president and CEO defended Thursday the network's decision to terminate the contract of of Juan Williams after the news analyst makes remarks elsewhere that she said veered from analyst into opinion, adding that it is not the first time. Uh, Juan Williams is a an news analyst, and he's not a commentator, and he is not a columnist. Uh, see, here's the thing. Uh, Juan Williams went on the Bill O'Reilly show. Now, he has actually been... He is one of those... Uh, uh, what do you call it? analyst Analysts for Fox News. Right. Uh, now, Bill O'Reilly had invited him on to his show um, and was seeking a comment from Williams on O'Reilly's own controversial remarks on The View about Muslims. Because
1: uh, he's still on that
0: topic. because yeah, he's still on that topic. And here is what... Williams said, look, Bill, I'm not a bigot. You know the kind of books I've written about the civil rights movements in this country. But when I get on a plane, I got to tell you, if I see people who are in Muslim Guard and think and I and I think, you know, they are identifying themselves first and foremost as Muslims, I get worried. I get nervous. Now, here is where the problem is. He makes these comments. Not stating that they're the views of NPR or even Fox, he's making an own personal assessment of himself, and you know what? to be honest, I think a lot of people have that view that if you if you're yeah. on a plane and you see these guys coming on there, there is just a slight little thing that oh my God,' we're gonna
1: and to I mean it's it's in the back of your mind I mean it's not it doesn't mean you're a racist it's It's a basic human instinct
0: exactly
2: you
1: know? people who are similar to that have done
0: this. Exactly.
1: So you're, you're reserved to be completely trustworthy of the person.
2: Yeah.
0: And the problem with that is that NPR decided to fire him over those statements saying that because he is an analyst, not a commentator or a columnist, he under the, under NPR's rules, he cannot voice his own opinions. Mm. We've relied on him for years over, um, over the years to give us perspective on the news, not to talk about his opinions. One, he's not talking on NPR time. Yeah. He's on Fox News. NPR is not fit, flitting the bill for this one.
1: And of all the networks to share your <laughs> weird opinions, he's on Fox <laughs> yeah. News.
0: And so my my big concern is is that how far does your boss go to limit what you can say? Can't even take a piss. Exactly, because, (laughs) because this, 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 this one, this, this one goes further beyond than the whole Rick Sanchez thing. Because, you know, Rick Sanchez was bad mouthing his employers, essentially calling his employers racist. (laughs) That's a little different. This guy is saying, this is my opinion. I, and, and to be honest, I feel this way. And he wasn't even, I mean, to be completely honest, he
1: wasn't even being, um, Rude to Muslims. he He was just saying that he has this emotion, emotional um feeling if he sees him come on a plane. And honestly, I mean,
0: you know, September eleventh and all, (laughs) you know what I mean? You know, I mean, and the thing is, is that he didn't even say what Bill O'Reilly said. You know, that's yeah, but
1: Bill Bill O'Reilly got away scot free. Yeah,
0: you know, and and I look at it and I'm just like, wait, where? How does this even work? How do you? Um, how do you justify, um, saying that, oh, well, he can't express his own opinion on something that's not affiliated with us because he works for us? I, that just, uh, that I think really has, you know, uh, very, very wrong implications. I think because here's another thing too that, um, it's kind of related to this, but you know how, um, what do you call it, uh, John Stewart and Stephen Colbero having their, you know, fight for sanity march. Yeah. NPR released a press statement saying that anybody that goes to those things because it is considered a political rally will be terminated from NPR. So you can't even go there on your free time.
2: What is with NPR?
0: I know, and this is this is taxpayer funded. So, you know I don't
1: even watch NPR.
0: I know. Who does? Nobody does.
1: I forgot they existed until you brought this <laughs> to my attention. You're completely honest. Yeah,
0: you know, and that's the thing is that, uh, you know, NPR is taking this stance of like, well, you are, you work for us, so you can't do anything outside of, of this. We own you, essentially. Slavery. Really, he could, he could cry slavery.
1: You know who else does that? Hmm. Playboy. If you're a Playboy playmate, you can't do modeling for anybody else for a certain amount of time.
0: Well the only
1: difference is it
0: makes sense for Playboy. <laughs> and they're naked if
2: <laughs> Yeah. Oh
1: <Well>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm saying like for a Playboy it makes sense because um you know, that's a talent. That, well, you're hot, so I guess it's considered a talent, so you don't want to share that talent with other people. Right. You're you're an analyst for the news, dude. I mean I I think I think you can be go other places. It's not that big of a deal.
0: For violation of the First Amendment. <laughs> Uh, wow. Yeah, I'm going that far. I, I, I have, I, I have, yes, yes, I have decided to use the First Amendment in this. Um, I am giving NPR the douchebag of the week. And it's well deserved. Exactly.
1: And also, um, thanks for reminding me they exist.
0: <laughs> but alright, go ahead and, uh, let's hear what, uh, Sapien's douchebag list is.
1: I have some douche douches. You do have some douches. <laughs> it's funny, it's, it, a- it's funny
0: too, cause you have like the the funny ones and I had all the like hardcore real life ones.
1: <laughs> I know. So, uh, going right off of that, um, <laughs> dropped phone leaves man otherwise engaged in toilet. Uh, this is from, how do you pronounce it? Reuters? Reuter, Reuters. Whatever, what he said. Um, a Chinese man who got his arm stuck in a toilet pipe. In an attempt to retrieve his dropped mobile phone, was freed by rescuers. State television reported on Tuesday. State
0: meaning China. Chinese run. Chinese run. Yeah. Chinese, run. Chinese run. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I
1: wanted to make sure people knew that it was in China, not in America. Like not a state of
0: America, state run. Because you never know. Running. You never know what people's geography nowadays. Well,
1: it, honestly, you can say whatever you want because China's never going to hear this
0: podcast <laughs> because they have the Great
1: Firewall. Yes, that's <laughs> true. So uh continuing on this, when rescue workers arrived on the scene in a province in eastern China, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> they found the man crouched over the toilet in a bathroom stall, still in. <laughs> His entire <laughs> arm submerged into the. Up to the shoulder! Jeez! In the drain, workers broke the porcelain bowl with crowbars and hammered, hammered the pipes. That's some that's some advanced technology to get him out of that.
0: Seriously, how? Um, I mean, how skinny was it, too? I know, right? Either that or how big is the, the pipe that <laughs> yeah. out of
1: the toilet? God, oh, some of that Chinese food. You yeah. might have to put some bigger pipes in the toilet. <laughs> Taking care not to injure the man. Uh, uh yeah. CC, CCTV reports. I think that's whatever the new, Chinese news network is called. After ten minutes of work, the man was able to slowly remove his cut and bruised arm. Um, cut? <laughs> <laughs> What's in there? <laughs> well, you said that from, Chinese food, man. <laughs> from the bowl and retrieve his waterlogged phone. Like honestly, your phone said I would leave it. <laughs> Drop the phone. Oh well, it's time to get another one. That's crazy. Wow. I, I mean okay. If you drop your phone in the bowl, I would probably reach into the water and get it. You
0: always wash your hands.
1: And if the phone's you get the insurance on the phone and stuff. But if it goes all the way down the pipe, man, he's gonna have to call that a day.
0: Yeah. Or dismantle the toilet.
1: I know. <laughs> Jesus. So that's an idiot. Oh my God. Uh, um <laughs> moving to the next one. <laughs> this is from um MSNBC. It was written all over his face. <laughs> I'm me, forehead tattoo <laughs> leads cops to serial iPhone theft. <laughs> suspect. I don't know what's more funny that he has a, a tattoo on his face, I'm me, or that he's a serial iPhone thief. <laughs> oh, you gotta look this up on MSNBC because his picture. I, is I saw just,
0: that. I was just like,
1: he is a beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the South Florida serial iPhone theft, oh I'm sorry, the South Florida
0: serial iPhone theft. He looks kind of like ODB.
1: A little bit. <laughs> uh, suspect has had, ugh, has been arrested thanks to the tattoo on his forehead. <laughs> uh, the, the Broward, yeah, the Broward Sheriff's Office <laughs> said 19 year old Joseph Eric Williams was in custody Wednesday after the quote i'm me tattoo on william's head led police write to him so let's make sure this is perfectly clear <laughs> this man has a tattoo on his forehead that says I i'm me. me it's not in cool old english like all those little you know it looks things. like somebody
0: wrote it in a marker dude
1: it really looks like my four-year-old son wrote <laughs> i'm me this guy's forehead now
0: is now, now, now what is the purpose of i'm me i mean it looks like just to, is it like some self-confidence kind of thing like he looks in the mirror and goes i'm me it's backwards
1: when he looks in the mirror so he's not gonna be able to see it. true 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 he's obviously not intelligent
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. all right moving along williams was picked up in a or ugh, in miami gardens around 8 p.m after stories about his exploits and $1,000 Crime Stoppers reward led to a phoned-in tip. First of all, it was the damn reward. That's why you <laughs> got a tip. Uh, police say Williams, Williams' crime spree began August 20th, and that he has robbed as many as 15 AT&T stores in the past two months. Williams would walk into the store and quickly grab two or three iPhones from a display, then make his escape, police say. Wow, that's like a... It's like a Batman villain. He's just so on point with his stuff. He runs in, grabs the phones, and runs out.
0: Uh, police, um, I, I think I know who's been committing those AT&T robberies. Um, it, it's, it's a guy <laughs> in my complex. You'll, you'll be able to, well, how will we be able to find him? He has the tattoo, I'm me, on his forehead.
2: <laughs> no, you're serious? Are you serious? <laughs> are you, are,
0: you're, really, you're serious? Yes, I'm me. I'm me, not like something cool. No, it's just written, I'm me.
1: Um, and then the cops <laughs> laugh all the way there. <laughs>
2: They're like, "Are you serious?"
1: <laughs> so Williams Williams allegedly struck stores throughout Broward, miami Dale, and Palm Beach counties. He faces at least four counts of grand theft, and is being held on thirteen a thirteen thousand dollar bond, which no one will pay. <laughs> the which no one will
0: pay. No I one add. wants to be seen with "I am me," you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so unless he's trying to write "I am legend" and then just says, "I am me." No, no because the, then that'd be cool. And he's the
1: main douchebag thing is if you if you're gonna be a career criminal, <laughs> which I'm assuming that he's trying to be, don't have a tattoo on your forehead,
0: <laughs> you stupid douchebag. Oh my! You God. might as well have just said, "I'm the idiot that ripped off the AT&T stores," written on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving <laughs> along,
1: my douchebag this is from news.com.au au for australia uh because we're international with this shit yeah you know i, I don't i don't only pick on americans i pick on everybody <laughs> um search for lost soul in a cave i don't know how to pronounce this idiot's name Al- altian altian child's douchebag child's bizarre meltdown <laughs> <laughs> So, X Factor contestant Douchebag Child <laughs> has explained his bizarre disappearance from rehearsals as a need to reconnect with "quote beautiful sadness" in a cave in Sydney's northern beaches. Uh Douchebag spoke <laughs> spoke with <laughs> special hosts Ronan Keaton, Keating and J- Jackie O on and Jackie O on Two Day FM this morning to set. The record straight about the time in his quote, cave. <laughs>
0: it was quoted. I'm sorry. All
1: right, here's, here's a bigger quote. It wasn't, wasn't
0: the la- it wasn't the bat cave or anything like that. No, it wasn't cool.
1: <laughs> uh, here's a quote from Douchebag Childs. It kind of hit me randomly at about 2am that I had to reconnect with part of my sadness. It's my <laughs> secret power. It's what drives me through the song and ignites that part of me. It's got to do with sadness. Yeah, we got that. Idiot. Uh, I needed to go back to somewhere where I felt an intimate, romantic thing with an ancient memory. And it worked. He told the show. And,
0: it, and then, and, wait, wait, wait. Uh-huh.
1: Now the whole point, the whole point of this is he missed rehearsal the next morning. <laughs> okay, and he didn't show up. So the next one is I fell asleep at sunrise and my phone died. Which kind of takes that whole epicness <laughs> away. <laughs> like, oh, wow, you... Oh, you fell asleep? Oh, you're, you're a douchebag. <laughs> so, I'm not going to read this whole thing because he's an idiot. Basically, this self-indulgent <laughs> Uh, I guess he used to... He had a girl, and he doesn't have her anymore. And they have this... The, the cave is significant to that relationship, which is fine, you know. Um... But because he wanted to go find himself or he had to get in touch with his beautiful sadness, which makes no fucking sense, Um, he went to this cave and like a douchebag didn't show up to the rehearsals the next day. And then insisted on telling everyone at the place that he's so sorry, and then he tried to twist it into this great, like, cool, friggin' hip, stupid shit, which just makes him – my douchebag of the week because you know
0: what fucking douchebag i I was reading further down on the article and it goes the cave a special place for child and his former fiance yeah yeah called and he arrived there at 2 a.m on tuesday their five-year engagement ended eight years ago (laughs) but the hurt (laughs) remains and child has been celibate since no he hasn't oh shit
1: for eight years, no wonder he's going nuts. Yeah, no wonder. It's just, he's suffering
0: from having been laid in a while, sickness.
1: He needs to get those pipes cleaned out. The septic <laughs> tank needs to be drained. You
0: know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my God. My phone. He
1: probably beats it three times a day. My phone
0: died while I was asleep and I missed the wor- the whole workshop and upset people, child said. I rushed back to civilization and I realized it was 1 PM. It was bad. I had commitments all at 8 AM and I wasn't there. Yeah, because you fell asleep in the freaking cave.
1: <laughs> douchebag. Uh. Wha- so, uh, he's just an idiot, and he has a stupid name and a stupid face. <laughs> and in the picture, he looks like he's wearing a Michael Jackson jacket from the 80s.
0: It does. It does. He looks like a total little.
1: Which on anyone else would make them cool, but it makes him look like more of a douchebag.
0: <laughs> yep. Who's on your pick for the week?
1: Uh, who is on my pick for the week? For the douchiest douchebags. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> the first one I'm going to throw out, and probably no one has heard about this, but I thought this was hilarious. Her name is Daniela Gasky. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. Um, so she she's the former um, Miss Kentucky Latina, which in itself is funny, um, just because I didn't know. That there was that large of a <laughs> Latino <laughs> Latino population in Kentucky. Yeah.
0: Um. They're everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere.
1: <laughs> anyway, before that descends into something dark. Um. She, very pretty. Because I'm looking at her picture right now.
0: All right, back on track here.
1: Dude. Anyway, uh, 22 year old Daniela Gasky, until recently Miss Kentucky Latina went on a bizarre rampage in Richmond, Kentucky, that thus far is defying explanation. As began her rampage at a Richmond gas station, started when Swifty employee Jonathan Carpenter – I'm still looking at that picture. (laughs) (laughs) Swifty employee Jonathan Carpenter refused her entry into the gas station. And Gasky responded by stabbing him multiple times in the throat with an ink pen. Talk <laughs> about g up from the floor <laughs> up. If you want that Mountain Dew, you're going to get that Mountain Dew.
2: I'm going to uh, take out.
1: Who so carries an ink pen with them anymore? Yeah. I use myself. And who calls it an ink pen? Like, isn't it just a pen? Check it out. Then it gets better. <laughs> she then ran across the street to M&M Drugs. Don't ask me what that is. <laughs> M&M. Where she was spotted by pharmacist. Mary Ann McKinney, who noticed Gasky beating on her car in the parking lot of the drugstore where she works. Now, the funny part about this to me is she just ran across the street instead of randomly beating the crap out of an automobile.
0: (laughs) Like,
1: it doesn't make any sense.
0: She might have saw that, you know, black or white video of Michael Jackson, you know, where he randomly Uh, beat up a (laughs) car in front of her. But you know what?
1: Too soon?
2: Yeah. Just saying.
1: Um...
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> McKinney went outside
1: and confronted her, and Gasky, of course, from previously knowing she stabbed somebody in the throat then you know, <laughs> goes on, immediately turned attention from the car to McKinney. Quoted from McKinney, she immediately kicked me in with her knee into my abdomen and ripped at me and tore my glasses off and ripped my neck and scratched me and busted my lip. Had a knot on my head. She was quite wild. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Sounds like a good time to be honest with you. Yet again, looking at the picture, um, Gasky's rampage was eventually ended once others came to assist with Kenny. Um and she reportedly reportedly what (laughs) (laughs) reportedly waved and blew kisses at the crowd.
0: So not only not only is she
1: shanking a dude prison style in the neck, she's beating up automobiles, which honestly, like, what did the car do? You Mm -hmm. know? And then she beats up a poor woman who comes out to check her automobile. She's um, – Attention whore much? No. <laughs> She's waved and blew kisses at the crowd that had gathered from the back of the squad car she was placed in. In response to this incident, as well as learning that Gasky is married, which as you know, for any freaking beauty pageant, you can't be married. I don't know why, but you can't be. Um,
0: the illusion of virginity.
1: Yeah, illusion is the uh, key word in that. <laughs> 2010 people. Um, the Miss Latina, the Miss Latina U.S. organization, said while they would like to support her and any difficulty she is facing, but in light of the incident and charges pending, Gasky <laughs> is not the role model they want. So basically that was a sweet way of saying this bitch is crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we normally support, we would probably support this if the bitch went crazy. <laughs>
1: right. The organization officially stripped her of her title and crown, which duh.
0: She probably eventually beat up their cars later in the parking lot.
1: Right. Um, the president of Miss Latina US said that Gasky no longer represents the organization. Um, <laughs> this is funny. According to the arrest report filed by Richard <laughs> Page, Yasky claims she was arrested after being profiled for being Mexican. Yasky <laughs> has been charged with felony assault, disorderly conduct, and criminally, criminal mischief. Now, <laughs> so you can't be profiled of being Mexican. You either are Mexican or you're not. Okay? That's like saying that you're profiled for being an American. What? Um, and of course, you know, She's profiled, and that's not right. I mean, to be honest, you shouldn't. I mean, you are in Kentucky, but you shouldn't be profiled to to be anything. I mean, you're still a human being. You should be able to go to a damn Swifty and buy a friggin' energy drink or something. Now, of course, the most logical thing to do when you're profiled as being a a Mexican is to shank the dude in the throat.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because (laughs) see, you're not just living up to the stereotype when you fully shank the dude. I I mean, proving the point there.
1: (laughs) She might have hofting I'm not even gonna get into yeah, that. Let's just
2: uh, clear that one.
1: <laughs> My wife will get upset. Um, <laughs> if now the main point of this entire issue is this chick is crazy. Okay. Um, but she's extremely hot, so you know she's a animal in the sack. So when she gets out, make sure that you uh give her a call if you're in the area. Uh moving on. This picture's distracting me. Oh, <laughs> oh I love this one. I love it. Let me pull it up because I'm all disorganized at the moment. So, <laughs> <laughs> blow, <laughs> blowtorch ignites by <laughs> gunpowder. Um, I love this story. <laughs> now, let me explain who was holding the blowtorch <laughs> and why I blew up the gunpowder. I'm going to read this article. It's a short one. Some might say that smoking meth with a blowtorch <laughs> near a container of gunpowder is ill-advised. Some will try it anyway. Also, let me say that this is from the San Francisco Chronicle uh, on October 10th. Oh, wait. I didn't say what the other one was. I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> Just real quick because I, I don't like to be a prick. I pulled the other one from um, rawjustice.com also on the 10th on 42 day. If you get that reference, good for you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, John Blanchard, I think. John Blanchard, right? Something like that. 65 years old, which honestly, at 65, you should know better. Yeah, 60. Or be committed. <laughs>
0: 65 in a method. Um
1: 65 in a better. <laughs> among them in the San... Well, how did you pronounce it, dude? The San Mateo County? San Mateo, yeah. San Mateo County Sheriff's Deputy... Deputies say. Deputies <laughs> called to a fire in his storage yard... <laughs> In the unincorporated community of Princeton,
2: near the,
1: near the Half Moon Bay Airport,
0: found Blanchard. First of all, it should be noted that Half Moon Bay is in Northern California, so this suddenly, if you live in California, should start making some sense. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Um, found Blanchard standing outside a camper that he had parked there illegally, of course. (laughs) Sheriff's Lieutenant Ray Lunny said, (laughs) investigators determined that the October 1st fire are they, I don't even, they worded it wrong in this thing. It doesn't even make any sense. Whatever. Fire on the 200 block of Yale Avenue had been started by a defective propane torch that Blanchard had been using to smoke methamphetamine, better known as meth. And he said, now, just to clarify, I don't think the propane torch was defective. I think the man using the propane torch to smoke meth was
2: defective.
1: Um. The blowtorch could have worked perfectly fine, and I still think that situation would have went sour. Uh, Blanchard left the blowtorch on a dryer, causing a nearby container of gunpowder to explode. Where the hell is he?
0: I don't have any. In clip. a
1: camper packed illegally, there's a dryer, a blowtorch, and a thing of gunpowder. This is like a Where's Waldo act. <laughs> Somebody's gonna pop out and be like, surprise candid camera. This is ridiculous. Besides the blow, besides the blowtorch, deputies found a loaded rifle. Yeah, of course, they did. Ammunition, a container of black powder, and an unopened safe containing more than 300 feet of detonation cord. Honey said he's a terrorist. So Blanchard, who has a previous drug conviction, go figure, uh, oh, pleaded. <laughs> check it out. Pleaded not guilty, Monday. <laughs> To drugs and weapons violation, he is being held... Let me held- guess, he
0: was profiled to being a meth head? <laughs>
1: yes, he was. He is being held on $30,000 bail that no one will pay. Um, well, if he's not guilty of... Uh, he's not guilty of these crimes, he's definitely guilty of being a <laughs> douchebag. So, moving on to my king, my my legend, the ultimate douchebag on my list, is... G Off Johns, <laughs> known as Jeff Johns, chief creative um office dude for DCE. That's uh um Detective Comics Entertainment. Wow. You didn't know that DC meant detective <laughs> comics, yeah, just to throw it out there. Um I'm gonna start this out pleasant, okay? Quoted, <laughs> <laughs> quoted from Diane Nelson, president of DCE. People make an assumption that we're going to mirror Marvel strategy, for example with Avengers, we do have a very different attitude about how to build how you build a content slate okay, she goes on to say and it isn't necessarily about connecting those properties together to build into a single thing we think we've got great stories and characters that will lend themselves to great standalone experiences and that that's the way we're focusing on it as I said Diane Nelson um, that is fine I don't see a problem with that, right? I mean, she's just saying she's not bad mouthing anybody. She's just saying that DCE wants to go a different direction with the movies. I'm fine with that. She's awesome. You know, I'm gonna buy her a freaking drink if I see her. Then we get off to G off, jack off. That's what we should call him, (laughs) jack Jack off off Johns. Jack off Johns. No lube, jack off (laughs) Johns. So first we'll start it off with quote. I think our characters are bigger than Marvel's characters, which I think we elaborated on, um, in <laughs> Steve's DC news report. Uh, going on now, just to give you a perspective, Jackoff Johns here is the write, uh, writer for Brightest Day, Flash, um, and Green Lantern, uh, current, current stuff, not.
0: Yeah, the biggest comics that DC has right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: yeah, pretty big, pretty big deal stuff. Um, he went on to describe that uh, DC's characters, like Batman and Superman, are much more symbolic than Marvel heroes. Um, and DC characters stand for hope or justice or other, other ideas far more than, quoted, just a character on the street. Right. Uh, I got this article off of, um,
0: at the
1: end as well.
0: Yeah, cause, you know, it, it's, you know, being persecuted for being different, say, like X-Men's, you know.
2: Yeah. That's, just ever, the yeah. you know, that's just an average guy on the street. Yeah,
0: that's just an average guy the street. Nobody really wants to know about that. No, well, no. But
1: I can relate much better to an alien that has godlike powers. Yeah. That's like my brother.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. or or a guy who you know, I found a ring. And he gave me these awesome abilities to create everything out of energy. That
1: scene, that scene on Big Bang Theory where he had the lantern—I swear to God—I fell out of my chair. That yeah. was so awesome. That was.
0: I would support that though.
1: I would do <laughs> I would carry that lantern everywhere. Um, so, and also he says that you know he he said he basically said what what Diane said, or to be Miss Nelson, um, <laughs> said about he wants to keep everyone separate. But of course, he has to put it as. He wants to give himself rather than smashing them together. So he's completely I mean, his comments are idiotic, unprofessional, and juvenile at, at being nice. Yeah. You know, I mean, whatever. I mean, that's let's be point blank. And the reason why I quoted um, Diane Nelson first was their their decision to make standalone movies is not the issue here. That's just another way of doing things. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean the Batman movie was awesome. But I mean don't sit there and say it's the best way of doing it and that your your um your competition, Marvel, is an idiot for doing it the way they're doing. Because I'm sorry, last time I checked all the Marvel movies make a lot of money. You know, and um you have one well how many movies do you see? Friggin' Batman made tons of money, of course.
0: Yeah. But even before that was Superman Returns and then before that was Superman Four. The quest for peace. I mean, yeah, they've done, you know, like, push, and they've done, um, what is it, uh, uh, just like, well, they got red coming out. You know, they've done, yes, they've done some graphic novel stuff, but not enough to.
1: This isn't your main, your main comment. We're talking superhero stuff. Yeah. And let's just be honest, Marvel has pulled off superheroes in the theater, and it's pulled it off extremely well. And to knock them on that is why uh Jack Off Johns over here gets my king of the douchebags because he needs to watch his mouth. Yeah. I mean you're you're not only disrespecting um Marvel, you're disrespecting comic books as a whole. I mean there's no need for the silly shit. Stop being a jack off and I'll start calling you Jeff again.
0: Thanks for tuning in. We have no ads, so we can be editorially independent. And we can only do that with your support. So if you'd like to donate to make this podcast and all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network self-sustaining, you can go to thelazygeeks.com and click on that donate button.
1: If you can't help us out monetarily, you can share the show with your friends. Rate the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can. This will give us bigger exposure.
0: All of this helps. Trust me. Never trust somebody who says trust me. (laughs) <laughs> and you can check out all the other shows on the lazy geeks network the away team which is our star trek centric podcast we recap each episode of trek in canonical order with a bit of a twist and you can find it pretty much wherever you found this one
1: if you want to be a part of the show hit us up with comments questions or ideas for future episodes catch us on social media facebook twitter and instagram all under at the lazy geeks or email us the mailbag
0: at thelazygeeks.com. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we're thinking
2: so you don't have to.